I'm Vanessa Tyler, and you're listening to Episode 2 of GEICO's Generational Storytime on the Black Information Network. Solange said it best, our hair is our crown and should be treated as such. In March of 2021, we sat down with the St. Louis-based Asuji Wallace family to discuss their hair journeys and how, for Black women, hair is more than hair. We spoke with Sandra, age 78, Raquel, age 50, and Dr. Taylor Asuji, age 27. Our conversation has been edited for clarity. Sandra, what styles were popular when you were younger? Being um, in the generation that I'm in at that time, we did not have relaxed hair. We called it press and curl. Uh, No chemicals were used. A hot iron was basically put on the stove or there was a unit that you could take um, the iron, heat it up, and uh, you would use pressing oil to straighten our hair. That's what I was used to. I don't think back then there was, was a lot of natural hair going on, just without any type of um, process. Even the men back in the 40s, I was born in 1942, even the African-American men would press their hair to, uh, I think the whole thing behind that was just to have your hair straightened. I can't think of the name of it. Was it Uh, (laughs) conchaline? Remember that term, conchaline or something? They would get their hair conked? I do remember that term, conked hair. And I guess that's what it was. The, the men would uh, get their hair uh, waved. Uh, they call them, I can't think of the waves. But that was very popular. Uh, I think it had a lot to do with the market of of income. Like a lot of the African-American, especially our entertainers like Nat King Cole and um, Cap Calloway, uh, all of the great entertainers in in my day growing up they was a- their, yeah exactly to go on to performing in the communities that really did not accept blacks at that time they could entertain but they could not you know it was a, a segregation oh if, totally yeah they couldn't you, stay in the hotels anything there was a term right. my mom used to never allow me to say, and that was good hair. She told good me hair. good hair was healthy hair. What do you feel about the term, and is it now obsolete? Yes, that's that's very true. I have girlfriends who had good hair, and uh, I didn't fall out with them because it was more to it than, you know, because they had good hair, but they didn't have to go through everything I went through. <laughs> uh, they would jump in the pool, uh, jump in the ocean, a shower and dry their hair and go on about their business. If I did the same thing, then my hair would become very natural. And back then we weren't just wearing natural hair like it is today. I'm very happy and proud to see our African-Americans today show the beauty of having their own natural hair. Absolutely. I was going to ask your, your daughter, Raquel, you grew up during a time when f- the fro was king. The bigger, the thicker, the better. Talk about your hair journey. 
Um, my hair journey has never really been too much of an issue. Um, I will say that I was very blessed to have thick, very thick, coarse hair. Um, so, of course, growing up, I would get pressed and curls. Um, and then I didn't actually get a relaxer until I was about 14. So I wore my hair pressed and curled for numerous years. You know, I had braids. When I go off to camp with the little beads on the end, I like to have those little beads shake, you know, in the wind and make noise. Um, <laughs> Colorful. All through um, high school, college, I was a little bit different than most people. So that that era was the era of the jerry curl. And then you had some girls that wore their hair straight. So they had flips. So I would have like the flip style. And then probably my sophomore year of high school, I decided to be very different. And I was the only girl in my high school that had cut my hair into a pixie like um, Anita Baker. Anita Baker was one of my favorite singers at that time. And she was a big influence on me. So I cut my hair short and it was different because back then the length was what was important. So all your hair has to be long and long. And I was the opposite. I'm like, I actually like the short crop cut. So I remember cutting my hair real short because it, it was very distinctive and it was different. I haven't veered too much in the years. There have been some time where I did wear uh, I wore weave briefly, but it was so expensive and the upkeep was harder um, that I didn't wear it for too long. And I stopped really wearing braids because of, you know, I just didn't, I didn't like them that much at that time. So I really have maintained a short style. I like it short and sassy. So <laughs> I, do, I do keep it relaxed. And the only reason why I do is not that I don't like my own natural state of hair. If I probably, if I let it, it's actually there now. It's like, I don't know what I'm going to do right now, but I've always found the relaxed style for my situation for manageability and time. So working a job, having a child, being a single mother, it was easier to have my hair relaxed, keeping it cut short. It was more manageable for me. It wasn't yeah. anything to that I didn't like it. It was just more manageable. And I like the different styles that I can wear it in. Yeah, it's nothing like an, a head of thick, healthy hair. Taylor. Yes. Um, your grandmother and your mother talked about those days at the stove. I don't know whether if your mom, Raquel, put you through that torture. <laughs> but you are part of a generation that is in full embrace of a variety of looks. And what does this today mean for you? So I definitely um, am one to go with, go with the different trends and try different things out when it comes to my hair. Um, I'm not shy at all. I, I love the versatility of my hair. Um, I like the fact that I'm natural personally, so I can, you know, do a twist out and look super cute, but then turn around two weeks later and go to the salon and get it straightened. Or, you know, a month later, I want braids or I want to try some faux locks. And so I literally just had like faux locks maybe a month ago and then was like, eh, I'm over it and took it out. And mm. so... Um, for me personally, I just feel like hair is, it's just hair. Like, I think at one point I took it too seriously 
And once I found like, you know, if you cut it, it'll grow back. You know, if you decide that you don't like it, you can always put in a protective style and get a look that you're more privy to. Like I was like, oh, this is easy. This is actually fun. So I enjoy the different um, hairstyles. I've done weave before. I've done it all, honestly. Only thing I haven't done is wigs. I haven't tried wigs out. Mm. I'm a little That's interesting that you say that because I find that a lot of sisters who wear their hair natural, there seems to be, uh, you know, those like, you know, us against them kind of thing that uh, like a backlash against those who are not natural. Do you find that? One point I think it was, there was a strong sense of that. I think people have started to realize like, just enjoy your hair the way you like it. You know, Um, I have in the past been, you know, guilty of being like, mom, you should just, stop getting relaxer and be natural already. And like, sometimes I still tell her that, but it's not, it's not for the same reason. Right. It's like more so like, I think your hair would be really pretty because like, I've looked at like her, her curl pattern when she hasn't gotten a a relaxer in a minute. I'm like, girl, let's just see what that looks like. But I definitely agree with you on that because I remember um, when I still was transitioning and people were just kind of like, you know, well, you either going to be natural or you, you know, are you going to be relaxed? And I was like, well, I'm in between right now. So like, I'm not really on either team. <laughs> and I think that that's <laughs> what I've like dealt with for so much of my life with different things, but yeah, with hair, definitely. Taylor, I wanted to end with you. In general, we've seen natural hair steadily growing in acceptance over the last 10, 20 years. What do you think has caused that? So funny enough, we actually were watching GMA3 earlier today and India Ari was on there um, and they were talking about her 20th anniversary for, um, I think it was Acoustic Soul album. And Mm. then they ended up somehow working in, I think it was on your third album. and, And they talked about the song, I Am Not My Hair. And I told my mom, I think that that was one of the most pivotal moments um, for us as black women to look at our hair and black men too. Um, but she empowered us to like, look at our hair and to see it in so many different ways. And I remember the music video, she had so many different hairstyles in the video and, um, it just encouraged us to embrace every style. Like if you wanted to cut all your hair off, which I did back in 2017, cut all your hair off. You know, if you want to wear it straight, wear it straight. If you want to wear a pixie, wear your pixie. If you want to get some braids or locks, wear that. But I think um, just that song did so much in our community, I feel like. Maybe we shouldn't say good hair. Maybe there's no such thing as good hair. Maybe good hair is just the fact that you have hair on your head, it's growing and you like it. So yeah, um, yeah that's what I, that's what I would say about this this new wave and I love it. I think it's great. I think the whole thing is just, it's liberating and it allows people to truly be their authentic selves. And I love that. You guys are awesome. You're beautiful. However you wear your hair, three generations in the family, grandmother, Sandra, her daughter, Raquel, and her daughter, Taylor. Thank you all for joining us on the Black Information Network. Thanks for having us. Thank you. I'm Vanessa Tyler, and this has been Geico's Generational Storytime on the Black Information Network.